Welcome to the Barber Game Podcast. I go by the name of DJ Meek Chops. Hey, hey, people. This is Smith. What it do? This is Marcus. What's good, everybody? This is your boy Merv Mill on the check-in, and this is the Barber Game Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the Barber Game Podcast. How y'all feeling? I'm good. <laughs> What's happening? What's going on, bro? You know, we already lit already. already turned. Let's get it. <laughs> Today's episode, we're going to talk about some realistic expectations when they're in the industry itself. So, what to really expect becoming a barber? Yay? No? Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Sounds good, sounds man. Good. This sounds like a good episode. Yeah. You want to you wanna start it? Take it from the top, Murph. I mean, and shit, it starts with education, going to school. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I guess, yeah. I mean, um, you know, when I, when I, I mean, all everybody know that when you first start your barber industry career, uh, you definitely got to go to barber school first. So we can elaborate on what it's like going to barber school, what it's like, you know, kind of going through that whole process and then, you know, the exit. So, you know, from my experience, <clears throat> going to barber school was... I went in what '03 or '04, I think, and uh, went to Paul Mitchell uh, Academy up in Everett, Washington, mm. and um, that process was cool, man. I think it's something that um, definitely showed me the structure of what it's like to be a barber day to day. You got to be to work, like you know, you got to be at the shop ready to work. In barber school, if you're late. When I went, when when I was late, uh, let's say I was 10, 15, 20 minutes late, you know, you missed that whole first hour of school. Yeah. Despite so, the fact that you're there, I got you. Yeah, yeah, they just rounded up to the next hour. Because everything so, by the hour, yeah, so that's yeah, really like... Hour base. It affects yeah, that's kind of what pushed my time out uh, so long, you know what I mean? The fact that um, Same. I, was, I could never really yeah, get there on time. <laughs> At uh, eight, because because it started at eight. It was 8 like a, a nine month program. It took me like oh, thirteen months. <laughs> yeah, it took me a little extra. <laughs> Them hours. Terrible. I would get there about nine. You know what I'm saying? Nine was cool, but eight for some reason it just. And you never out. they they never suspended you or kicked you out or anything. They make you pay for that. Yeah, they're trying to get the while. bread. They're trying to get that check. They don't really care if you're there for a little extra. Yeah, they just get you know, money for that. My pretty much yeah just all equals money for yeah my school my school they did kick people out it was yeah (laughs) it was definitely kicking people out but it would be for some they wouldn't even be for like late it'd just be they just kind of pick and choose sometimes I feel like you know Mm -hmm. who they wasn't really fucking with or they pick on certain people they know everybody fucking up but they pick on you just cause you give them the hardest time (laughs) right (laughs) you You speak from experience huh I've seen people I didn't get kicked out I've seen people get kicked out. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the same stuff as them, so I know it ain't me. <laughs> I know it's them. <laughs> they just don't like them. <laughs> but they were just more flashy about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, school's a real good place to start, though, when it comes to, you know, coming. But some people come in already having experience. Yeah, cutting already. at the house. They're yeah, already, they're the already garage, in and all that stuff with that. Forget about it. Can't forget about I've it. Noticed, I've noticed over the years, though, uh, barber schools, are, there's a lot more barbers in school than it was when, like, when I was going, I went to school, mm-hmm. like, 
a whole bunch of girls. It's a it boom like a right now. I feel like for cosmetology. Yeah. And it was just me and my partner going there at the time. It was only two barbers in there going for barbers. So it was like crazy. Yeah. I'm like seven, time, seven, eight years in, but yeah, like you said, pretty much now it's a whole lot more people that want to be barbers. I can right. say that since I become a barber, I I could say that probably like at least a handful of people I could feel like I influenced to be a barber, or they picked it up after they seen me doing what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They feel like that's something they could do, or they like how right. the lifestyle look, or they like the freedom, or whatever, whatever appeals them. You know? But I feel like a lot of people, you know, what I mean, even my, you know, I try to get my brother into it, his friends and all that. They want to do it, so it's everybody really. That's dope. That's yeah. dope. Right. Have the ability so, you know, the, the process of going through school is, you know, you just got to go through a um, series of uh, exercises. You know, you got to obviously learn how to cut. You do a lot of studying in the book, you know, learning safety and sanitation. But realistically, um, um, I, I went back years later to become an instructor. And one of our jobs is, uh, shout out to Mess too. She's an instructor as well. That's what's up. But, uh, for real? Um, yeah. One of the biggest things is is uh, when you are there teaching to you know to the students, your whole objective in school is to show students how to actually pass the test. You're not exactly showing them how so, to be so that was the my best question. barbers in the world. That was my question because at my school it was like it wasn't nothing. I could say the only thing I could really feel like they taught me was safety and sanitation. You know, if you cut somebody, exactly. what do you do? And mm-hmm. then pretty much just how to pass the test because they don't really show you how to do no clipper work. They don't show you how to do no. I mean, shear right. a little bit. You get a little some basics. A lot of that but, stuff is pretty standard. You know what I'm saying? But they really teaching teaching you like a work habit and what yeah. you expect while working in the shop. So you kind of had a general idea how to be professional, how to do consultations. Uh, you learn a lot about probably customer service, and like stuff solely like that. the basics, like nothing, nothing. Too yeah, crazy. yeah, You're not yeah getting exactly. No kind of education. So like, it's, it's kind of up to you to figure that out afterwards. How you gonna get what ready? they ask, you know, the questions that's on state exams is more about, you know, safety and sanitation and, and making sure that the, the public, you're dealing with the public a lot. So, you know, they want to make sure that you know your knowledge about safety and sanitation over over everything else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. You, you could suck at cutting hair. Look at basically. people out there that got the license and, you know what I mean? The, I mean, obviously, super there's a lot of people that like, yeah, exactly. And, that, I mean, yeah, I didn't want to shit on them, but <laughs> you didn't want to. But look, they got their license no, no, and they no, can't cut. You know what I mean? So it just shows you that anybody can get their license as long as you just and the know ones what that to do, do. And the ones that do cut when they when they're at those places, they usually don't understand yeah. it for very long. Yeah, it's like a stepping stone for them. Yeah. Um, I know that when I had applied there, they based on the school I went to, they were quick to give me a management position, and I said, I'm not no. They want you, want you to be a lifer. He was like, I just got out of school. I don't think I need that type of responsibility. Right. But yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we would. You went to you went to Evergreen too. I went to Evergreen as well. Yeah. Gene Waters. And you went to Provo. So oh, that's pretty much all three schools mm-hmm. out here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I went for North similar, similar, yeah. I went for Cosmo. Yeah. Cosmetology, and then I went back for barbering at Federal Way. Okay. But yeah. and you went back again for. Instructor, <laughs> man. man. So I was here. Yeah. Listen, some people collect shoes. I collect licenses. Here we go. All right. <laughs> it's time for the now. You know. 
Nah, but <laughs> yeah. So no, I was I was saying that to say, you know, what I'm saying just uh, as far as like to to say that about the education, you know, what I'm saying I feel like everybody kind of had to go go find their own way of learning how to cut, whether it be practice or just watching somebody Absolutely. or something, yeah, going sure. to the shop and sitting in and you know letting your barber show you what's up or whatever it is, you know. YouTube, yeah, YouTube is me, and that's what I was gonna say. With further in edu- further education, you know, YouTube yeah. is a really good source. You know, self. And now, yeah, a lot of self-taught people, man. Now they didn't have YouTube when we went to school, you know, and yeah. YouTube wasn't. I, I mean, it I, was for me. Yeah, I had uh, YouTube. I, had I know, it, but, but it wasn't. It wasn't, but it wasn't as what it is today. As it, as it used to be because I even even in school, like I find myself still now to this day, like watching certain barbers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Not necessarily to learn how to cut, but just maybe like a little trick. Yeah, a way they they you know what I'm saying that they could probably knock out the haircut a little bit faster that I could put into my shit so that way or come a little cleaner, you know, or yeah. use a certain, you know, step, you know, that, that I don't use right now. So I still watch to this day. Gear, whatever know, techniques. Yeah. I've seen I'm seeing all kind of I, weird stuff on these clippers now and I'm like, oh, what is that? Cause how, how long we been in we at least what, seven, eight plus yeah. everybody. Yeah. I'm the you know, the newest, but Everybody can blend, you know what I mean? Once you learn to blend, everybody can blend. It's about how you make your blend look different mm-hmm. from the next person's blend, you know? And so how to make your baselines, blend. Baselines, yeah. It's yeah, really about the baselines. So, and how to make your blend still happen. Yeah, going back, teeth going, missing. Back, going back to the school, right? <laughs> like, they don't really, that's not really the topic of conversation right. too much in school. Like, a lot of the instructors, you know, usually, you know, it's it's cool, but they they usually a lot of people don't want to go to the schools, the barber schools, to get their hair cut fresh. Unless you like, want to just spend eight dollars, you just want to save some money, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. It's a practice facility. It's it's, it's where you go to kind of you know. I mean, but don't e- don't expect to just be nice at cutting. So, but not uh, but you as a new barber when you are in school. Be receptive. Not only be receptive, l- learn. Use your use your connection, your friends, your your nephews, your nieces, whatever you have Kids. to practice on. You know your yeah. neighbors, Absolutely. and that's give how out a free cut. Just yeah, to, to turn their clippers on, and they'll tip you. And if not, that's a lesson. Shit, I'm giving out free cut. I'll let them know before. Look, if you yeah. like it, you can pay me for it. If you don't like it, <laughs> I'm not tripping because I'm learning. <laughs> but don't be coming back for the shit you don't like again for the free. <laughs> you know, I ain't going to charge you, but don't be keep coming back if you don't like it. <laughs> no, I feel it. So, which, which is so, good. Which is good to transition right into money, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. The, the, so, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you got it. You got it. Just money. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying the transition like out of school, you know, um, moving on to the to the barbershop and, and finding your your shop that you want to work at, this is something that you want to be working on months before you even graduate out of barber college. Okay, you know I got a side note too. Finding a shop too, you got to be able to find a shop that, you know what I'm saying? We've talked about this before. Yeah, finding that a shop that, especially you. as a new barber, you got to find somewhere you can feel comfortable where niggas ain't going to shoot you all day about your cuss. You feel like, you know what I mean, you're able to learn and all that. Because my shop, my shop, we cool. Like, everybody vibe, everybody chill. We chill outside the shop. So it's like, a uh, you know, it's not real cutthroat. You know, it's not really like everybody good, you know. But we'll see a new right. barber and we'll try to show them, you know, do this, do that. You know, or if they fucked up a cut, like, yo, yo, yo grab them grab real quick. Come on, bring them back. Yeah. And then we'll show you what's up. So there's, it's like, yeah, you know, you got to. There's a way to do that, too, and not embarrass them and also don't feel embarrassed you're still learning yeah yeah that's that's the biggest thing like some sometimes. people come in just Let feeling like ego. they gotta have an ego at the door because yeah. they don't know what to expect we've had that too where they think they're you know they're filthy and they're really not and then <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah 
you know, but I feel it. Yeah. So, you know, that transition, you know, um, basically leaving school and, and going, finding a shop, you know, you want to definitely go around your city, stay around close to part where you live at. Where the we commute, got the most, we got the most love at, and the, you know, the yeah, support. You know, the commute won't be too crazy for you to drive every day. You know what I mean? Um, from your from your house location, because this is where you want to build your, you want to start building your clientele, and uh, you know, start doing that. Because I got a lot of clients that when I first went to my first shop where I worked at, uh, I had a few customers that was coming to the school that followed me. You know right. what I'm saying? And they kind of followed me throughout my whole career. You know what I'm saying? And and that's the thing, don't just cut people. You know, um, and expect you know just just expecting the money, because you know you can either cut somebody for twenty dollars or you can cut somebody for like a lifetime of twenty dollars. Right. You know what I'm saying, or, or forty dollars or whatever you charge. You know what I'm saying. You can you can make money off one customer, your you know their whole your your whole barber career. You know what okay. I'm saying. So when you when you do business with people from the beginning, just keep it authentic. Build relationships with your customers. Yeah, don't think small. You know, that's twenty yeah. every two weeks. You know, for the rest of the until they move or until you know whatever right. happens, it's not twenty yeah. a day or twenty five a day. And you know what? Quite honestly, it's okay if they're regulars like that. They come in every week or every other week. It's okay not to expect tip because that alone is your tip. Right, right. So yeah, it transitions right into the money, like you said. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So when some of the things to look out for when you looking for a shop is, you know, is it a place where you would go to get your haircut? Is it a place where you go? A lot of guys, when they go to barber school, they, they already kind of been going to a shop. And usually that's what influenced them in the beginning anyway, to kind of like be a barber. So if if you know kind of where you want to work, that's one thing. But like, if you really just want to be a barber, you really don't know the, the environment of all the shops around the area. Uh, questions, some of the questions, some of the, what, what do you guys think some of the good questions is for a shop, for a brand new barber, fresh out of barber school? What are um, the things that they should kind of ask the shop or they, or what they, what they trying to do? I, I remember when I was in beauty school, um, our teachers encouraged us to go to different salons outside of GMRS. And they said, go to a salon on a Friday and Saturday and see how busy they are. Don't even ask uh, like how busy they are just see yes. for yourself I like and that. just sit and watch and let them know you know introduce yourself let them know that you're a student and you're looking to possibly you're looking for employment but instead of just trying to get a job there just see how busy they are and if they are busy that's what you, you want or even be. if it's not i feel like if you just go sit in there yeah and then you could just see how the vibe is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's all a vibe, you know what I mean? It gotta be a vibe. It has to be. So it's like, if you ain't fucking with how to, if you can see how the barbers treat each other and you just a client, you know what I'm saying? So you already kind of can get a feel. So like, yeah, just go sit in there, go see what's up. Just be super If they're busy, observant. if they're not busy, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You can see everything without so, having to ask so nothing. So Miss, what you're saying is one of the most important things is to look at how much like how busy they are is that's one of the things yeah. to look out for to, to, yeah to okay see. what's another what's another thing um if you if you are unsure why not just get a service done and see how they function you know and um okay see how the experience was exactly start to finish yeah. yeah yeah right there's so many different ways you can find out about it so show. go there as a customer don't even walk in as like you're looking for a job exactly just go in as a customer exactly 
and, and look at and see how your experience was and then yeah. you'll know like this is how the shop does usually yeah be like it's, a secret shopper not to say that people lie but when you kind of ask them they're probably gonna make it sound the best they're gonna put the ball in and they're gonna make it sound like it's a place for you but if you go there and see you know what i'm saying then proof is in the pudding you know what i'm saying it's right there in front of your face so you should have no questions or you know I mean? maybe they're haters and don't want to tell you it's good yeah well Okay. Uh, Anybody got anything else on the list of Um, of things to look out for when you're searching for a shop to work at? um, Uh, Look at uh, surrounding businesses and see what other businesses are in the area, and um, if if there's growth, you know. uh, Yeah, that's good. Because then you, yeah, because then yeah, but I think who's running the, who's manning manning a woman woman in the shop you know what I'm saying the leader of the is ship it, is it yeah is it is it a team is it a cumulative thing is it is it seem like it's just more like a ego driven situation yeah. is everybody on the same page what I'm on that too so yeah. so when we get into the conversation of the main topic of the episode is is what to expect while building your barber career, correct? correct. Or, or is it something like that? Being, yes. While being a barber, if you want to, if this is the field for you, this is what to expect. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. So, so these are the things to expect when you're looking, for, you know, to work at a shop. These right. are the things that we're telling you you should do. But some of the things that you should expect out of it is 90% of the time, you have to create your own reality when you mm-hmm. work in a shop. Absolutely. You kind of got to go into a shop. You got to you got to take things at face value for what it is, and then and then just kind of go from there. You have to adapt to the environment. That's why we kind of stressing the point of making sure that you pick a good place to work at. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, and it don't necessarily have to be the best place to work at or right. a good place. I don't want to say it like that. It's just the fact that that it fits. You know, you're working with people, so yeah. just know that people are always different. Everybody got different personalities. Usually when you're a new person at a shop, that shop has already built a relationship amongst the people that's working in there. So you kind of like new and you're coming in and, you know, just make sure you welcomed in and, and kind of just go from there. Find but your way. In the barber industry, you got to have thick skin uh, working in a shop. There'll be people talking. It'll be things like that going on, like fresh out of barber school, especially when you're not uh, that nice at cutting in the beginning, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You got to go through that process of learning and you got to be able to be willing to take con- constructive criticism. You know what I'm saying? Like there'd be barbers in there trying to tell you how to cut. Uh, you can politely tell your, your your colleagues like, look, man, I ain't trying to, you know, I'm not trying to really learn from you if you don't respect their cutting level. But I think you can learn from anyway. everybody. Yeah, pretty much. If you're looking for the right things to learn from. So if, like if you see somebody doing something that you wouldn't do, then just don't do what they do. Exactly. That don't mean you can't yeah. learn from them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I had a, just keep that in mind. You can learn from the best barbers and you can learn from the worst. Just I had a barber that learned the best. spray the alcohol like on their hand and then wipe the person's face down. Like <laughs> In my mind, I'm like, I would never go to this yeah. man ever in my life. Yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I'm putting face. myself in the client's <laughs> position. Like, yo, <laughs> my lip, bro, don't, I know I got my mustache lined up and my beard and all that. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah, so shit like that, like you said, you just picking on, he's a new barber. Well, he wasn't new, but new to the shop. So it was like a, I know what I don't want to do. I know how, yeah. you know, how to conduct. So yeah, yeah it's, it can come from anything. Or baseline, you know, if you see someone just just littlest things, you know what I mean? You wouldn't even think that you're really learning from it if you're just watching, but you're picking up on something. It's subconscious, you know, like you, you find yourself paying attention at certain points when you don't know why. Like, yeah. Right. That's probably why that haircut looked like it do when he cut done, because mm-hmm. he probably did that. 
Be, okay. And I think be willing to learn. I mean, yeah, for me, say yeah, for me, when I first started at the shop, um, I've never been to a barbershop prior. And I was recommended by a friend of one of the barbers there. And for me, it was all uh, about vibe. And the vibe was fine. It worked out for me. And I liked it. But at that time, I didn't know how to cut. I was a cosmetologist. And the best thing we learned at beauty school was military cuts. Mm. So. High tights. I mean, after a while, I was being stubborn. But after a while, I did give in and I learned how to cut. And I mean, you're at a barbershop. Cutting is going to be your bread and butter. Everything else is secondary. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, when you find, you know, when you when you've done your research on a nice shop you want to work at, you get in a shop. Uh, one thing to expect is the fact that you don't have to really spend a lot of hours outside of the shop building your clientele. You mm-hmm. have to, you know, you know, I, I personally I had to go get my own business cards mm-hmm. at one point just mm-hmm. to kind of, you know, when I was working in some, at another shop because the shop didn't provide the cards. So I had to kind of go make that, that happen on my own. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, um, it, it worked, though. It, it, it literally worked. And, I, and it showed me, you know, when I was, was ready to kind of open up my own business. It was it was it was different. You know what I'm saying? I was like, okay, I already been through all of this before. I just gotta do it in a different way. So the thing is, like when you first start, you know, building your clientele and, and you're trying to get you're trying to build relationships with people in a barbershop to get customers, mm-hmm. a lot of that is gonna be you know, you can find a busy shop, like what you was uh, referring to earlier, Miss. Yeah. I personally, um, the shop that I was working at, there was a real big issue um with the idea that uh like there wasn't enough customers mm-hmm. for a new barber that was one of the biggest issues i remember it right it was like a real big deal that i was starting and one of the barbers one of the colleagues at the shop not the owner but one of the other barbers there was like yo there ain't enough customers in here for like another barber and what one of my main statements was was i don't really want any, any customers yeah. That that's already coming here. I, I I prefer to kind of build my own clientele, right. and uh, and you know obviously you're gonna get some trinkle customers from other people because some barbers may feel threatened. You know it could be it could be a situation like that if they see you cutting or you know whatever it may be. You know what I mean? And um, you know it comes with time, but you're gonna get customers from other barbers that work at the shop. If you're and nice, you you're nice. All of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or if you know, you're just people, available, simply. Yeah. If you're just yeah. available. More consistent, more reliable. Whatever yeah. It might, the quality yeah. might be better. Absolutely. The service might but be better. It could be anything. I Conversation. Going into the shop, expecting to cut to survive off the customers that's already coming. Ever. Exactly. Ever. Blaming Ever. the shop for the failure. Ever. Ever. Right. Yeah. Like just go into the shop expecting the fact that you definitely have to go out. And, and do some recruiting on Instagram now. I mean, there's a lot of different ways to promote yourself now. So, you know, it's a little bit easier, I think, back in the, you know, than back in the day. But I think back in the day, it was less distractions. Right now, there's so many options for customers. So yeah. just coming into this, it ain't like it was back in the day. You know, you give somebody a business card, that wasn't very usual. You ain't for just fighting for the client. You fighting for attention. You can't even get their attention for long enough. Exactly. <laughs> you know they, they 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 have a lot of options now. So you know going into this, it's a very competitive market. You yeah. know what I'm saying. So just know that, you know whatever shop you choose to work at, it's going to be competitive regardless. Even with the people that you work with, 
You know what I'm saying? Right. It's, it's still going to be competitive because there's always options within the shop. Once a person actually come in the shop, you may cut the hair one time and then they, the guy right next to you might be doing something that you can't do, like with the razor or he may do designs and that person wants designs and you can't do them. And now this guy's going to this guy next week. So these are things you can't take out on customers, though. You know yeah, what I'm saying? No doubt. The customers just want a good haircut and they, you know, they don't care how they get it usually unless they have a personal relationship with you. So that's why it's important to kind of, you know, rock with your customers and make sure they hold you down. And then as you get better, there'll be lifetime people for you. Yeah, 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 no doubt. So um, moving moving into the next thing, I was thinking, how does it, what would you say, like, benefits, you know what I'm saying, as far as physically or uh, whatever negativity um, would come from barbering? Because me, myself, I feel like, Small shit, like you gotta stand all day. You know what I mean? You gotta, yeah. You gotta, you yeah. gotta hold these clippers so your yeah. hands be hurting. Like, okay, you know what I mean? Like Absolutely. you gotta, you gotta do sheer work, gripping the hair. You know, your fingers hurt. Shit. My vision, yo, my vision is <laughs> terrible now that I've been cutting hair because you gotta focus your eyes so long on certain little aspects. So things like that. You know what I'm saying? What do you guys feel like maybe to expect going into this field? I think you need well, start. a good one. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll give my my personal. Um, opinion is uh one of the biggest things is sometimes you're gonna have to on like on the the health side of it the physical side um pretty much man just you know sometimes you're gonna have to go without eating Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Lunch yeah. is sometimes an option. <laughs> sometimes yeah. it's you know an option, and sometimes your, it's a privilege. Exactly. <laughs> like when you're building clientele, like we're still in that Sacrifice. process. I'm, in my mind, I'm thinking okay, we're still talking about guys that's fresh in barber school and we're talking to people that's not exactly barbers already, mm-hmm. I think. And Thinking expect, about it, you I'm know. Coming, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when, when, what I'm saying is like, if you choose to put your lunch break over a, a brand new customer, you ain't cutting You'll no heads in. all day. Yeah. And this guy just walked in and you just got your food and you right now about to sit down and eat. Like, you just got to chalk it up, man. Yeah, just you got go to ahead and food to the side. You get that cut, that's a potential client, and you made your food back already. For so even if you didn't right, eat, right. you still and made some money. Food up. And, 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 and it know, just so paid for your food. <laughs> don't, don't, be, don't be bougie. Don't act like you can't yeah. eat no whole cold food. Like, you ain't my place yeah. before. Right, right, right. Right. Or so, or, know, or or it's the end of the day, and you don't want to stay a little later. Yeah, I don't know how much of a health risk that is, but... No, no, that's a sacrifice, My thing is, I just definitely know that sometimes you go without eating, man, while you got to work. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes, man, you just got to get it while it's while it's there unless you have a clientele established. Up until already. this year, I never had a lunch break. I ne- you know, I never yeah. booked, like, break time throughout That's my real. Day. Mm-hmm. Up until this That's year. That's real, though. Yeah. I, I just did that, like, a couple weeks ago. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, brand new. Yeah, it was new. just whenever you had an opportunity to eat, right? It was never, and it was like, just, yeah, because, like, I got time, to the point like, where I could speed up a cut a little bit to make five minutes at the end of that one. You know, and then normally right. my clientele, I'm cool with them. So I'll be Grab like, yo, bites, yeah. let me go ahead and you eat understand. real quick and yeah. I got you. So yeah. if I'm five minutes late to the next one, they're cool with it because I let them know that's my manager, you know, whatever. I've been cutting you for a while, so it's cool. But yeah. I'm, I was the same way. I'm strictly, I'm taking that cut before I go eat, you know, or if I Always, got, yeah. or if I finish early, you know what I'm saying? I got 15 minutes to my next one. Shit, I'm going to take another one real quick. You know, if anybody walking in, let's, you know, yeah. yeah. that's potentially another client. That's 20 a week or two weeks or a month or, you know, or whatever is potential. And so, if, yeah. if you don't have any health issues, you can do it. You're young enough. Holidays. I used to work all holidays. I used to yeah. work like Thanksgiving. Right. I worked to like four o'clock, you know, Christmas. I worked to like two, you know, 
New Year's. Well, I'm not working on New Year's Day, New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, that's all, yeah. But, you know, like everything, like it's, it's nothing. I'm not 4th of July. Everything I'm working, you know what I mean? Easter, all that. So it's only now that I feel like I can kind of step back seven years in, eight yeah. years in. I can, yeah. you can take a break it. now a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, work that, you know what so, I'm saying? Just, don't, I, ain't, no, ain't no reason to take a break, really, if you're building. Uh, yeah. And as on, on I rem- to on the, on, the, on the health, you know what I'm saying? Like, as far as things to look out for, like, I, I know we had mentioned, um, you know, standing up all day. Posture. Like, posture. You know, You're uh, back. Posture. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Everybody need to go to chiropractor. Somebody want to elaborate on that? I mean, you know, I got some back pain. I mean, if you think about it, think about trying to stand all day. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. And then you're not standing with correct posture all day on both feet evenly. You're kind of probably leaning to one of your favorite sides, you know, one foot or the other. And you 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 form habits where eventually it's going to fuck your, you know, your back up or your knees or your hips or whatever the fuck it is. And insoles. You're going to feel it. Yeah, you're going to feel Or, yeah, dog. Wear shoes, insoles. shoes. Don't cut and chuck your vans. Those are the worst <laughs> Never. Things. I did that once and never again. Man. My back killed me. Not only are you going to be hurting, you're going to be slipping on the hair and all yeah. that all day. The new chucks are kind of cool, though. The Nike ones. Throw some insoles in them. Yeah. Might, but yeah, all that, the posture, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it comes with all that. The, holding the clippers, I'm not going to lie. My, my thumbs and stuff be hurting sometimes. You got to you know, move them around. I don't know if it's, you know, my joints or but, my knuckles yeah, or what it tunnel. is. Yeah, but it's Varicose veins. I can notice it. Yeah. Varicose, so you got like, yeah. varicose veins is very, real common. Spider, spar- spider veins. Yeah, like them blue joints. Which can lead to poor circulation. Mm-hmm. That's only a white people, though, right? No, anyway. Nah, man. Just really? because it's not visible. That's a misconception, yeah. You can't see it on us. Yeah. You can't see it on us as much, but... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know Maybe on you. Yeah, maybe on you. Okay, so look, here come the shade. <laughs> come the shade. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, no, but for me, it's more mental. Because if you have a full day and you have, let's say, 18 clients, that's 18 different conversations. That's yeah. 18 different attitudes. Oh, so you're talking about mentally. Yeah, it for can me, be draining mentally. For me, there are days it can be very draining where to the point until I get home. Because you got to you know, entertain like, so many different yeah, people, so many different personalities. Don't talk to me. I don't want to wow, be talked okay. to after work. Right. Um, I, I just go into like, I need an hour to just chill out because... Is, is sometimes it can be very overwhelming depending on the clients, you know, and whatever problems they're going through, you know. And I am big on vibes and energy. And I feel like after a long, difficult day mentally, I can be very drained. And right. You need that meditation with it. Yeah, meditation. I do. I do. Take, take a little 30 minutes and just to just <laughs> chill out. Build back, yeah. But, I feel that that's real sometimes I don't want to talk to people after I get off you know I just want to go home and just be by myself real quick yeah. for a little bit just yeah. be relaxed I'm wine yeah. and, yeah. and I'm not a, a, an extrovert naturally I'm an introvert this job made me an extrovert sometimes sometimes like you gotta deal with so many different personalities like you gotta wear you know a lot of different you gotta be able to vibe with different people you know what I mean yeah. whether it be, socially exactly Absolutely. Yeah. and you gotta yeah. be able to you know what I'm saying it could be <laughs> someone that's not even about what you about at all and you gotta yeah. still somehow make a connection with this person As it's a work to do that especially if we don't see eye to eye all the time now I gotta find something for us to connect right. on it that, could be that could be a positive though man I mean it, oh, it yeah. it's a challenge it's a challenge yeah as a person you know but what I mean? when, talking to all these different people and then you know, kind of, kind of just going back to the, um, you know, before we move forward, I wanted to um, kind of just touch on the basis of the health side of um, the physical part of it. Mm-hmm. Like, it could actually work out though if you actually stand correctly 
And if yeah. you actually cut correctly, it's actually like a workout every day. It is. You know what I'm saying? It, it barbers, a lot of barbers is in shape, man. Right. Because it's kind of like them clippers, man, and moving your arms back and forth all day. You know Forearms, what I'm saying? And shoulders. Just, you know what I'm saying? You you get some nice little workout <laughs> from it. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. mean, it, it, it definitely kind of it, it works in your benefit if you do everything the proper way. You know what I'm saying? And where where it really can't be no long term you know, uh, disadvantages to you, you know, later, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If you just cut the proper way and you, you do everything the right way, it could actually work out as well. And then moving on to the conversations, uh, that you was talking about mess mentally, you know, over the years, you know, you talk to so many different people, you may think one way. And then, you know, after having different conversations with your customers mm-hmm. about different things, it may shape your vision in different ways as well. You oh, know absolutely. So you get a absolutely. lot of insight from people as well. You know? Yeah, I, I'm just talking about like, let's uh, say you and your client don't agree on nothing, but yet you still have the expectation to to connect with them because it's still their service, you know? And, yeah. you know, otherwise you would never hang out with that person. Right. It, th- that's what I'm talking about. Like, or when they have a lot going on in their lives and you're like, it's so simple. Like, the, you know, and but yeah. yet they're whiners. And it's like you just got to remember that it's their service and you're there to to um, facilitate uh, facilitate that. And sometimes you play therapist. I mean, that's part of the job. I got a client, I got a client that we, like you said, we don't see eye to eye, but we talk about a lot of sports, but mm-hmm. like his argument is the most invalid, irrelevant argument. <laughs> like, bro, I, I know you watch ESPN. This is straight from ESPN. Like, you know, it's not, you don't even probably watch, but so sometimes we be arguing, we be going in like <laughs> to the hey, point man. where I'm like, I don't even understand why you be coming way, back sometimes. They come in for way, that though. Shout out to Golden State. For oh, well, yeah, sweet. It was expected though. Was it unexpected or was it expected? I expected. After game one, was it expected? Yeah, it was expected. Yeah. All right, all right. I mean, now we know. It was. It was the game of the light skins. All right. See, look. See, <laughs> it always, was. I always want some it shade. Was. But look, y'all, was. y'all gonna find someone yeah, light, and everybody gonna look like it was. It wasn't to. It wasn't to. It wasn't to. You know, push your tea. <laughs> oh, he, Stick that for he, he restored. He restored order. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be crazy. another light summer this year, bro. We we getting off topic anyway. Yeah, you know, we gonna we gonna uh, move on. Here we go. Okay, it's time for now. You know. So today's topic will be about networking. First things first, the definition of networking is the exchange of information or services among individuals, groups, or institutions, specifically the cultivation or productive relationships for employment or business. With that said, here are the top five benefits, which are first, it strengthens relationships, second, source of fresh ideas, third, it raises your profile. Fourth, it opens new doors. And fifth, uh, lastly, it widens your support network. Hey, now you know. Which is real important for this industry, right? Yeah. I mean, networking is, it's is everything. It's pretty, much, it's pretty much everything. Yeah. And not only networking yeah, about so the barbering, kinda... but it comes into everything, you know, kind of whatever else you want to do it can be networking through your through your clients to other clients you know what I mean yeah tell a friend to tell a friend you know. listen we at our job we don't have any benefits 
we don't have a 401k mm. we don't have health insurance check. we don't have retirement nothing we don't check, check. so networking is our benefit yeah so make yourself as useful as possible and remember you're a barber anywhere you go network and you may have a friend or a client that works for let's say an airline and you network and you got to hook up there so essentially be transparent yeah right? be yeah. be a person that can kind of or like flow like i think merv you, you use this a lot like water yeah be right? like water be like water right bruce lee yeah because you have to be able to do that and be able to wear many hats yeah the, the more closed-minded you are the, the less opportunity you may have as far as you know maybe he don't see eye to eye with you you don't it's not yeah you know, the water gotta settle you gotta yeah. let the water settle but if you look through everything and all that if you can make it through that they might still be able to benefit you and it might be the most random person that you never thought would be able to help you in that situation yeah. mm. where now you gotta weigh in and that could just be the step one you know what I mean so you gotta keep a Rolodex I feel like the most successful barbers I know are, they, I mean, they wear their they wear their life on their sleeve, you know, everything, you know, they tell their clients, you know what I'm saying, they they open, yeah. they let you know they ain't trying to hide nothing, and people feel like they can trust you pretty much, and I feel like that's probably why they're more successful, you know what I mean, yeah. about their cut quality necessarily, they probably can cut, but it's about the people being able to trust them, the people being able to, you know what I mean, when they come back in, how's your family, what's going on, Authentic. What's, what's the next part of the story, what's the next chapter, what's going exactly. on in your life, you know what I mean, Especially it's interesting. over years, when you have them exactly. over years, they grow yeah, with you. Yeah, but it's also, <clears throat> Marcus, to kind of follow up with what you were just saying, it's, it's like, when you when you say that, you know, barbers is running life on their sleeve, they're not hiding, like, they're not hiding information either, Never. you know what I'm saying, they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're more than open with the information they're, they're, they're willing to tell you to what's kind going of, on yeah yeah you know what I'm saying and share whatever knowledge they may know or you know whatever connections they may know and it's just it just all goes around in a in a in a in a, in a, in a circle you know what I'm saying it's just exactly. you know what you put out you're gonna get back you know yeah. and that's it's kind of like the way it works and yeah. I feel like after all that's what a barbershop is all about right to you go there for information whether it's you know, get updated on a on a current game, or get updated on, in music, or whatever conversation, or it. That's what the barbershop is. What's going on is. in town? Yeah. Maybe Everything. you still call it a corporate life. You just yeah. want to get back to the street. What's going yeah. on? What's up with music? What's up with the sport? And you just want to relax. Shoes. Yeah, I mean, and and you know, we gotta we gotta know that there's different genres of barbershops, right? Yeah. There's Definitely. there's genres of just like music. There's yeah. genres of barbershops. Agreed. So, you know, you got. Certain shops you're gonna work at, they don't play hip hop music in that shop. They play mm -hmm. rock and roll. They may play country music. They may play, you know what I'm saying? They may play jazz all day. Classical. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, that vibe, that vibe is determined on yeah. the environment that they set. You know what I'm saying? The the cultural people. It may not be no black people in the shop. Yeah. It may be working, you know, there may be no no white people in the shop, you know what I'm saying, that, that you work at. You know, you, all of these different things, you know, is is all very, very like subdivisions of where you choose to work, uh, where you choose to build your career, the people, the type of people you want to cut, the type of people you want to network with, all of these different things all play a factor in in, in your decision after uh, barber school and moving forward. And that kind of goes into the financial benefits of everything as well, Man, right? The money, so, the money break. Now, now we can kind of talk I about what to talk about money the, the money time. side. Yeah. Yeah. I was wanting to talk Mika, about it. Mika, money Mika, and we can transition to money. We can transition to money. I said like Mika, ten times. You for talking about money. Go ahead, lead us off, man. How Yo. much you got? How much you got? 
you know, account I, balance I, is. I, I think I think the biggest thing about the financial thing is is the discipline. You know, the, yeah. the yep. You got nobody really to. I mean, especially for us. I, I can't speak on every single barbershop, but most of us, a majority of us, came into this industry because we liked having cash on on site every day for the most part. You um, know I, mean? I actually yeah. did it for the craft. <laughs> we get if we get fast money fast money you yeah. spent fast it's fast. hard to save money exactly. it's hard to think about the future when you get because you expect you know i made 150 today yeah i could spend, I, 20, I could spend 100 20, you know what i mean I, I got another 150 coming tomorrow and then exactly. it don't happen and then now you sitting there with a bill coming up and you looking crazy and it's like man so well even if it does you got to plan ahead it's hard to do that as a barber even yeah. if it does though like just having the discipline of saying it's just because i yeah. can doesn't mean I should, right? Exactly. Yeah. But it's there. I could do it right now. Yeah, I could. Exactly. I got the money to do it, yeah. and I want it. But yeah. then that's that decision right there you're talking about. Exactly. It's hard to do that. Like, credit, you know what I mean? Everybody, a lot so, of people get paid in. So, let, let's kind of dive into, you know, expectations of how much a, a, a barber, you know, working at a shop, typical boofering situation or typical commission situation, what's the type of money that a person should expect if they're pretty much, you know, they ain't got to be the busiest barber in the world or the least busiest. Let's just say they average, you know, um, and then we can kind of elaborate on them all. But I'm just trying to get a, a ballpark figure amount just so people can kind of get an idea of, like, you know, the type of lifestyle they can live. You know, if, if we was to elaborate on it in comparison to, like, doctors, lawyers, or, you know, somebody like a, that's a manager at, like, Boeing or you know who, who knows who, you know what I mean like what what are the what are the where do we fit in expectations like on the on a scale of you know middle class you know all these different things like what, ballpark figure what is a realistic amount of money that you should expect if you cut hair depends how much work you want to put in I could say wait what you think what you guys think starting out I mean start starting out starting out would be relatively you know according on a sliding scale, in terms of how, in terms of how much you put in, are we talking about booked out? I mean, how so we're doing ten cuts a day? Depends. Yeah, so we can we we can elaborate on them all. But like, let's say you fresh out of barber school, you just start cutting. Exactly. All right, you ain't got no. Should you, got you expect about? Should you expect? You know, depending on where you're working, um, let's say you you expecting like sixty bucks a day. I can right. say I can, I feel like starting out, you probably can consider yourself part time employment anywhere else. You know, what I mean, you probably get the same amount of money you would get part time. Do yeah. another job Agreed. Starting out out of school You know what I mean So at least You could probably Pay some bills You know what I'm saying It's not like You're gonna go make no money But you're not I, I don't know Like I, yeah I, I 100 bucks a day they, 100 bucks a day they, average they Hopefully be concerned I mean, About like the money. Trying to like Do any Yeah the money Like until you really Know how to cut Like you know Just coming right out Of the gate You should just be Wanting to buy lunch Provide for gas money Agreed, Agreed. And um You know Maybe pay your cell phone bill you know yeah, what I'm yeah, like yeah. First lock cut. You know it's pretty much a part-time like, job. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, you expect to be, you know, crazy busy if you just jumping straight into a, a business like this. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, um, if you listen back to the Now You Know fact from March 11th, I actually spoke about um, uh, salary and what what is possible, you know. And according to salary.com, the base like pay or earnings of a barber is thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, twenty nine nine. Yeah, four hundred fourteen mm-hmm. a year. I seen that. Right, but like I'm gonna be honest. 
Mm-hmm. Um, from my from my perspective about that is is you know um, what is that? Let's but break that, the But that's the U.S. No. average. That's the U.S. That's, average. That's the let's, U.S. Let's say, average. Let's say there's 52 weeks in a year, right? Yeah. yeah. So there's 52 weeks in a year. That's less than and you work. Weeks. Let's say you you only work 50 weeks out of the year. Mm-hmm. That's about two thousand dollars a week. Yeah. Or a month, or, uh, yeah, a week. Well, no, no, no. Hold up. A month, that's a month, way a month, a month, Real quick. Month, yeah. week. So I, so let's say to... you make let's say you make sixty bucks a day. Mm-hmm. For five days a week. Yeah. Right. That's three hundred a week. Three hundred. Or what? Three hundred. Yeah. That's three hundred. Five a days week. a week. Yeah. Sixty. Yeah. Three hundred. Um. So so what what's the math on that times fifty? Three hundred times fifty. What's three times five? Is that fifteen thousand? Yeah. I think so. Three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen, yeah. Fifteen thousand. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. then so then so then we at so then we at fifty fifty weeks and and you make a hundred bucks or a hundred and twenty a hundred and twenty dollars a day for five days a week. You at um times that's, times that's fifty 30, weeks. 000. You should you should be at thirty thousand, right? Exactly. Yeah. A year. Right? Yeah. It's not necessarily so, take home, uh, depending on your your boyfriend so, situation so, too. Yeah, right. But that, according that, to salary.com, this is the number I uh, just cited is based on people's tax return, right? Right. And and it's not people are not always honest, but if you do eighteen clients a day at a half hour increments at twenty dollars a pop, that would be three sixty. Way higher. That's three sixty. $360 a day, which is $1,800 a week, which is $7,200 a month. And finally, $86,400 a year. So it depends on you. Yeah. So. 18 is a lot of cuts, though, Jay. Yeah, just. I mean, at every half hour from 10 to 7. Your back is broken by the end. So if you do, if you do, if you do, we 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 like to do everything in in in, in, in like rain, you know, roundups and round downs, right? So yeah. we do ten haircuts a day. Yeah. Ten haircuts a day at twenty dollars. That's two hundred a day. Yeah. Times five. Five dollars rack a week. Times times five. Thousand a week. Times fifty weeks. That's that's fifty thousand dollars. Fifty two k a year. So let's say that that's a realistic goal. Do you guys think that that is pretty realistic? Absolutely. Yeah. Starting off as a barber, hundred hundred a day is probably is probably expected, reasonable. You know what I mean? Hundred a day as a new barber. I don't think I don't think they sh- like if they don't know how to cut no hair. I don't think they should expect expect it. it. No, maybe I not think, expect, but yeah, I think that's that's, 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 that's a good day. That's a decent definitely day. Definitely strive for it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe so maybe a goal is the word I'm looking for. Even more. Yeah. But yeah. The expectation wise, just just know that if you don't know how to cut hair that well, just be happy with whatever you get. Exactly. True. And your 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 money will go where your customer service is and your haircut quality is. Like the better you are at customer service and the better you are at your haircuts, mm-hmm. the more money you're gonna make. And reinvest period. in yourself. Yeah. For sure. I the mean, better your quality get, the more I mean, you can expect more. So it's like you just focus on what's at hand. Listen, I just remember my like weeks when I first started, and I can say about two hundred, three hundred dollars a week. Yeah, I mean, but then you have to be <laughs> accountable though. Oh on yeah, that, on that. No, you can't get mad at the shop. I'm not shop owner. I'm, yeah. I know. I know you yeah. didn't. I'm just saying, I like it's not. I'm I'm talking specifically to yeah. listeners out there that are really, really thinking about it, or that are even going through this. You cannot. Say 
this is the reason why it's, it's, it's the barbershop and walk away Can't because you're going to have that same everywhere you go anywhere you go it's yeah. most definitely mm-hmm. have been and always will be from my understanding and what i think it'll always be a self-sufficient industry where you know you're gonna get back where you put into it exactly exactly, exactly. exactly. self-employed you know and um you know your work is gonna speak for itself and you'll you'll make a lot of money or you're not gonna make a lot of money right. it just depends on you Absolutely. So, so again, that the biggest word still is discipline. You know, uh, what I mean, yes. if, if we talk about cleanliness as much as we talk about, if we talk about being punctual as much as we talk about. With money, it's no different. Yeah. This industry is all about discipline. I think it fits in every category as far as yeah. going out and establishing a clientele and right. saying that you know, what I mean, you're gonna put the work in to get better. You're gonna pretty much perfect your craft. Go down to money. Go down to education. You know, what I mean, it's going Agreed. down to. Discipline, really? Yeah, that, discipline. That, that might be yeah. the word of the, uh, the show right now. Discipline. discipline. How yeah. to be disciplined. And sometimes it, with discipline goes sacrifice, you know? Right. Oh, no, absolutely. And, and absolutely. Hand in hand, yeah. Sometimes I, you can't go out. Sometimes you got to stay late and you got to put that work in. Listen, yep. I, I'm the first one to say I never understood why barbers um, in the morning go straight to uh, the convenience store to get something to eat or drink when they haven't made that money yet like make that money first right. and well, sometimes then, our fridges are a little empty and we have, <laughs> have no option at the house then give that. yourself an allowance <laughs> I'm just saying just because Man, they probably already got that money <laughs> sometimes I ain't got no water at the house I ain't got that nothing to eat listen that's what helps me save my money just because it's in your hands doesn't mean it needs to be spent. I will. I have not ever spent money out of my back pocket that wasn't meant for an allowance. Agreed. Ever. If I made That's, it, I made it. And then I, na- I've now had to lean myself off of uh, spending cash. I, I only do debit. That's one thing I can say. I'm trying to do that too. I ain't going to yeah. lie. Convert? One of the most, most important things a barber can do fresh out of barber school starting to cut from the day you start and then just build off of that they're going to give you a realistic idea of the type of money you need to make the type of taxes you need to pay and then that way you understand it from the beginning you know what i mean another thing financially i suggest is always put some money to the side every single day always twenty dollars a day yourself first twenty dollars a day will get you a hundred dollars a week you know, on a five day. If, if, if you know, if you can afford it, if you can't afford it, then you just do five dollars a day. Anything over time is just going to add up. But you can't touch the money. This is like your four hundred one k. This yeah. is like a situation where, you know, you you have the money. You 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 able to take advantages of certain opportunities that they may come across your table. You know what I'm saying? And you have to be prepared for these type of things. Uh, later because so. a rainy day will happen and at some point you're gonna think about retirement because let me tell you nothing pretty about working well into your 70s yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. we don't even want to talk about that <laughs> like whoa it's most That's definitely better call. to grind early while you got it you know exactly. what i mean don't while wait till later yeah you showing up with your walker Exactly. No, Ready? Never. Sixty eight years old. Still trying to cut. Just, just always be responsible for your own actions. Like future. You know what yeah. I'm saying? With, with, when when you become a barber, you, you're definitely responsible for your own future. Get with the right team if you can, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and and just build. You know what I mean? But as a as a as a as an independent artist renting a station or you working on commission, 
just just realize that you're responsible for you, your kid, your family, everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, Whomever you got. You gotta, you gotta really take it serious day by day, save up the money you need to, and then kind of just go from there. Uh, one other thing I want to add on the flip side, with discipline also comes with be disciplined enough not to flash your money to others. Facts. Simple. Humble yeah. yourself a little bit. It's real easy to pull out your money and, and break some change up. On another note, too, I don't like turning my back to somebody when I got back change. I feel like that's a little bit weird, too. Like, kind of have it ready. Because if I feel like I'm trying to hide it from you, this is weird. Like, if I give you a, a honey, you don't got to turn your back to me. You but, make but you should also have your money already organized. That's what I'm saying. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. like, it's not about flashing. Like, you consciously say, I don't want to flash it, so you turn your back on them. But now it's like you being. I don't know. It's just a weird I, thing I, to I'm me. I'm talking also in general, like yeah. it, with friends when you're out, when you're hanging out. Oh, like, okay. just because you I got do that it. In different ways. Yeah. So, like, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try to have my change ready before I even come into the yeah. shop. You know what I mean? That way I ain't got to pull out whatever I got or yeah. anything like that. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's why I accept cards, guys. Accept cards. Don't be, <sighs> don't be silly. Accept cards. Do yourself a favor. Accept cards. Yeah. I just want to touch on one last thing. It's not, it's not on the financial note. I just want to talk about time management, balancing like family, friends, hobbies, things like that. You, you got know. your own life too. Yeah, you got, yeah. you got it. You, you know what I mean? On, on the, you know, once you, these are for the guys that have been in the, in the industry for a couple of years and they're curious, like, oh, this is all it is. There's, there's more to life than just, you know what I mean? This, you got to understand that grind as much as you can, but on the flip side of that, you do have to, you know what I mean? Enjoy a little bit of it as well. You're going to miss some birthday parties in the beginning. Oh, yes. You're gonna miss. You're gonna miss graduations. You're gonna miss Weddings. some of those. Any of those type of events. Some of those are really important. Especially when they fall on a Saturday, because exactly. your Saturday exactly. is your busiest day of the week. Exactly. So just take that into consideration. I mean, you know, what I mean, there's gonna be someone. Some you're gonna be able to take, and some of them you're gonna have to sit back. And you know what I mean. But just know how to balance it between your wife, your spouse, you know, whoever, whoever it is. You it's, have in your it's, life. it's very easy for that thin line to be crossed yep. you know and you got to give yourself a break and even if you you know even if you are not necessarily going on vacation you can do a staycation you can yep. do you know just other things you, it, you work shouldn't be life right and it's not healthy well it can for, for some people I mean I, I'm saying it's not healthy depending on situations if you have like family and kids no and I, I mean I love what I do and I've missed you can involve your family you know with it you know what I mean listen so, I need yeah. a break from them too <laughs> I feel that um, <laughs> man we didn't drop some gems on you, you guys today you definitely you definitely have to have um like system. Your, your, your time you yeah. know what I mean to, to, to take your vacations and stuff like that because Believe me, clients is gonna call you on holidays to cut your hair, and they're gonna be—they're not gonna be happy if you tell them no. Christmas, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but sometimes you just gotta do it. You know what I'm saying? And there's been times where I cut on the holiday. You know, me too. Yeah, you gotta do the it. The money was right. The money exactly. was right. Shit. So but you, but you, you sacrifice. Know, you take a sacrifice because you building still. When you know what I mean, you still trying to build and still trying to get that. Do you remember right. working till like 11 p.m.? 11, on a Friday maybe many, many times many times <laughs> many, many times time. to the point where clients will bring us a rebel yeah no I'm, I'm there's definitely I'm, I'm <laughs> one of the later ones in the shop all the time I'm definitely in there 7.30 8.00 9.00 whatever 9.30 10.00 
sometimes be there. So I, I definitely feel that. Yeah, definitely. Was there anything else that we need to go over? That's pretty uh, much what everything. Expect? Nah, I think we touched on everything, man. We gave him some gems. We gave him some jewels. They, I mean, man. Yeah, we touched on a lot. Yeah, you know what I mean, um, just remember that it's a very competitive market overall. Though, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It is it, definitely one of the markets right now in, in an industry that has been changing more and more as time go on. You know what I'm saying? Every year, it gets a little bit more and more competitive. Because a lot of a lot more people becoming barbers, which is a good thing. Right. Um, we need we need barbers because, um, you know, we we, we got to get we, we got to get to a place where we're able to find a common denominator and and have a nationwide um, um, business. Yeah, that's on the same accord. Eventually, one day, you know, what I'm saying right now we don't have benefits. Uh, we don't have a union that I know of and you know there's a lot of different things uh, medical benefits and 401ks and all that type of stuff is not established in the industry too much mm-hmm. I know that there's some independent companies out there you know barbershops and stuff like that that's establishing these things but mm-hmm. uh, overall as an industry there you know th- that's something that we striving for on this podcast is to kind of get some more voices on here to kind of give us some insight on you know what, what we need to do to move forward. You know what I'm saying. So any any information that we get, we eventually hope to be able to put it on the website so you guys can get it. And um, anything you have for us, just email us at um, barbergameofficial at gmail, and then you know kind of go from there. And then you could also DM us on Instagram at, at barbergameofficial as well. Um, I just want to leave uh, this episode with saying this: this is by far the most fulfilling job for me um because with all that we said it still feels good having a client leave and be happy and you've totally changed their mood or their outlook or whatever was going on in their lives you have that type of impact and that 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 feels good and uh you know yeah a big thing for me is instant gratification you know what yeah. I'm saying? you see the you see how you change their life and you get i'm a big thing about getting paid for your work i don't like yeah. doing small work busy work so for me barbering was you do the cut it's a good cut you get paid for it you know what i'm saying that was one thing that you know led me to this where i you know i mean this is gonna be the what i'm gonna do just but, that smile that yeah you know happiness. what i mean when, when they get up and they see the mirror and they can't help nothing to smile ear to ear you know what i mean it yeah. changed their whole Happy, life you yeah, know what i'm saying absolutely. they're looking at you like hey dapping you up good looks man yeah. you didn't change your whole you know yeah so definitely you'll get that instant gratification you come in in, your, in the barber industry. oh and one other thing always get paid by money don't let someone try to pay you with weed or alcohol or anything besides money that's how you cheapen your work. Facts, I agree. agree. But anybody else, I take trade. <laughs> but 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 there's there's, there's certain things you know. What I'm saying? Yeah, there's certain, certain things. things. There's certain things. You, I'm just saying. You, got, you cop the old school. It's how, you, want it's how, some rims. It's how you word it. <laughs> you want some rims? I'm just saying, like, and don't twenty fours for the old school. <laughs> you don't want to be the guy. I mean, cuts. hell, I had a, a client come up to me like. Hey, um, one of the other barbers let me pay him with the EBT. I'll take you to 7-Eleven. Yo. I'm EBT, not doing that. okay. I'm that's not a... doing that. You're, I'm not going to shop at <laughs> 7-Eleven with $20 on EBT. That's not happening. All right. So there you go. Uh, Yo, we got the Barber Game Challenge update coming next week, <laughs> <Yeah>. man. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Man, that's crazy. So yeah, we got the Barber Game Challenge uh, coming up next week, and then please also follow us on Instagram at Barber Game Official. And we'll holler at you then, right? Yeah, man. Right. Appreciate you guys listening I'm and tuning in. With, I'm hit you with that Jaru. We'll holler back. Holler back. You know Jaru will take L's, so I wouldn't Jaru's do that. taking too many L's. Yeah, I know. No, how, no, about, no, how about Gwen Stefani? Holler back, girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Appreciate now you guys tuning in. You. Thank you. Signing out. Toos. Bye. Peace. Bye. That concludes this week's episode. Tune in next week and check us out at thebarbergame.com. 